Up to this time, this is my favorite Mother's Day story. It's my favorite story about a woman of faith who happens to be a mom. And Cornell already brought mention to her. He mentioned her earlier, the Syrophoenician woman. I want to talk about that real quick. And I want to share three things that I appreciate about this woman of faith. This is going to be a short message. This will only be 45 minutes. Just kidding. Matthew chapter 15, starting with verse 21. It says, Then Jesus went up from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered her and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, but even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you have desired. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. This is a story that's packed full of wonderful stuff. And and I want to share three things that I appreciate about this woman of faith. The first thing is. Where she was willing to deny herself. She had a need. She had a daughter in need. And she was willing to put herself in a situation where she was ridiculed. She was rejected. She was insulted. But she was willing to face that. You see, now in those times, not only was she a Gentile which was bad enough, but she was a woman Gentile. So she had two strikes against her when it came to the Jews and and them. And she heard, it says that she heard about Jesus and she came after him because she had need. Now she knows how the Gentiles or how the, how the um, Hebrews felt about her. And she particularly knew how the men felt about her being a woman. But she did not let that stop her. And she came despite what she would face. And she said, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. I have a daughter in need. And it said Jesus didn't even answer her. He blew her off. He ignored her, so to speak. And then it even says that the disciples. In verse 23, it says, but he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. In other words, his disciples were trying to tell Jesus to get rid of the woman. You know, I was thinking about this recently. And as she was coming to Jesus, and the Bible says that she was begging him in Mark chapter 7. He kept, she kept asking. She was begging him for help. And Jesus was ignoring her. That's why she had to keep begging. Because she wouldn't get in a response. And the disciples, I was, I was thinking, what were the disciples saying to this woman? Can you imagine what they were saying to her? They probably weren't saying nice words. Now, of course, this is just speculation. But I wonder what Peter was saying. 
because the dude had a mouth, didn't he? I mean, he was the one that told Jesus that he was messing up. Remember? And Jesus had to say, get behind me, Satan. And so I can only imagine what the disciples, Jesus' band of brothers who were closest to him, when this woman was trying to get through to Jesus, I can just imagine what they were saying to her. And, they t- and then she wasn't listening anyway. And so they came to Jesus and said, would you please send her away? And despite that, she kept persevering and kept coming after Jesus because she had need for her daughter. And you know, it's interesting because she came to Jesus saying, son of David, have mercy on me. And then what does he say when he does talk to her? He says, basically, I'm paraphrasing, I wasn't sent here for you. I sent for the Jews. She hears about this man. She believes in who he is because she calls him son of David. So she believes in who he is. She knows he can take care of her situation. And then he says, I wasn't sent here for you. Boy, talking about a perfect time to cop an attitude. Let's start wagging that head, all that kind of stuff, you know. But she didn't care about that. She didn't care about her own feelings. Or if she did care, she didn't let her feelings and how she felt stop her from going after what she needed for her daughter. The second thing. So the first thing was she is willing to deny herself. For the sake of her daughter. The second thing is she was persistent. She would not be denied. She kept asking even when ignored. Over and over and over and over. And then at the climax of the story. When Jesus does answer her a second time. Well first after he says I wasn't sent here for you. Then it says she came and worshipped him. So instead of backing off she got more aggressive. And then she gets a reply. He opens his mouth and he says, it is not good to give the children's bread to the dogs. Now, it was common in those days that the Jews referred to the Gentiles as dogs. It was a common thing. And here we have the son of God, son of David, king of the universe, saying, in essence, dog. Here's another perfect opportunity for her to cop an attitude. But instead of taking up offense, but instead of backing down and just being overwhelmed with, I can't believe he's talking to me this way and going off. She said, yes, but even the children get the breadcrumbs. I mean, even the dogs get the breadcrumbs from the children's table. Okay, so be it. Call me a dog. But even the dogs get the crumbs. I need help for my daughter. And I'm not going to leave here. I will not be denied. And then Jesus said, oh, woman. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. So not only did she deny herself and not only was she persistent. But she didn't get caught up in offense. She didn't get caught up in offense, but kept moving forward to see that need met. 
And to me, that's the biggest one. And ladies, I know you can relate to this story. There has been circumstances stacked against you. There have been men, systems stacked against you, throwing abusive, insulting, offensive things at your direction, in your direction. And many of you have not allowed that to stop you from moving on and moving forward in what God has for you. As you've been trying to provide for your children over the years, as you've been taking care of your husband over the years, you've come across, you've been hit in the face with some very insulting things. But you did not let that stop you. You did not let that stop you. You've had plenty of opportunity, just like this woman, had plenty of opportunity to take up offense and say, well, fine, forget it. I'll go somewhere else. But I believe she realized there was no one else. There was nowhere else for her to go. And so she was not going to be denied. And ladies, we just want to say thank you for not giving up, for not stopping, for allowing offense to push you back. You've been faithful. Even when you didn't get the answer that you were looking for right away, you kept being perse- you kept persevering. When that baby was taking too long to come out and the doctor kept saying, push, you kept pushing. Thank you for the example that you've shown us. Thank you for the example that you've been and that you continue to be. And one thing I want to encourage you with, there may be some of you who have been deeply wounded, been deeply hurt, been deeply offended by a man or by men or by society or by circumstances or whatever. You may be upset and offended at God. And I just want to say the grace of God is here today for you to be restored. To not allow that bitterness to continue to keep you in bondage. And so I'd like to ask all the ladies, ladies 18 and up, I'd like to ask you to stand. And we want to pray the blessing of God over you. I know we all, we all have our own struggles and we all have things that we go through. But ladies, us men do not understand. And nor will we try to understand or act like we understand what you guys go through in our society. In the church. In this country. But we do want to say thank you. And so, Father, we do pray right now. And we thank you for your grace that is here, that is available for our sisters, our mothers, your daughters. Those who have been hurt, who have offenses that have grabbed their heart, they've had a hard time getting a hold or letting go of. We thank you for your grace right now. For them, to cover them. Bless them, Father. Father, you know of the many things that they've done that other people don't even know. And Lord, we thank you that they will be rewarded for those things. 
And Father, we pray the blessing of God on our sisters today in a special, tangible way, Lord, like only you can. Remind them of your love that you have for them. Encourage them and lift them up. Strengthen them where they've gotten weak. And heal them, Father, where they've been wounded. And Father, we pray that the message that comes across today and all the words of affirmation, we pray that you would take that and bless it and multiply it a hundredfold like only you can. Bless them in wonderful, special ways today, Father. And we thank you for them. We thank you for your grace in them and upon them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. We thank you, ladies. Now, I have some young people who want to say amen with me and agree with me, and they want to express their appreciation for their moms. And so I'm going to ask the young people to come on up. We have a number of families represented here. And so what we're going to do is um, these young people wanted to take a few minutes to express to their moms their appreciation. And so I'm going to start over here with Josiah. And uh, make sure you tell them your name. And tell them who your mom is, because we might not be able to figure it out, even though you have the same last name. Okay? So. Hi, my name is Josiah Cloxton, and uh, my mother is Melody Cloxton, as you know. And uh, that's my brother right there, and he's upset right now. <laughs> and uh, I did some thinking, and, uh, and uh, I just wanted to uh, take time to appreciate all the... Uh, all the patience and uh, time that mom puts into us every day and stuff on just, even just little things like I, I'll just be like washing the dishes or even watching him right there and he'll and uh, I'm like I don't want to do this right now I want to go do something else but I don't really think that mom does that every single day all of the time and so uh, I really just I really appreciate that and uh, happy Mother's Day mom. Hi, my name is Mariah Tovar. This is Mia Tovar and Kylie Tovar, and we're three of the four Tovar girls. And our mom is Shannon Tovar. She's in the sound booth. And, um, well, today we would just like to wish her a happy Mother's Day. Um, she's been there for us through anything and, I mean, everything. Um, you know, having four girls might be kind of hard because there's been lots of hair crises and fashion crises, you know, but she calms us down and talks it, you know, talks us through it. But mom, you truly are an amazing person that we all look up to. And um, we love you very much. And we just want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. And you're a great cook. I love your cooking. So. Um, I just want to say thank you for taking care of us all the time. And even though you don't get paid for it, you do it because you love us. And thank you, and I love you. Um, my, name is my name is Amy. <laughs> my name is Miguel. Um, these are my brothers and sisters. And uh, just wanted to say thank you, Mom, for being a great mom and for taking care of all of us because it is a really hard job. And just thank you, and we love you.
Mom, um, you make a lot of sacrifices for us, and you have one of the toughest jobs in the world. And I don't think people often realize what sacrifices a mother makes for her children. So I just want to say thank you, and I love you. My name is Noah Munoz. I appreciate my mom very much, and you're the best mom in the world. Hi, my name is Enoch Munoz, and I just thank you, Mom, for being there for us. I love you, and thank you for taking the time to teach me school. Uh, hi, I'm Anna Hudson, and this is Sarah Hudson. Well, she's going to list some um, characteristics of our mom. So, um, Well, we love our mom because, well, she's a great mom. And she always has this bright smile, even when things are going really wrong and stuff. And she's always caring about us, even, like, if we're gone for more than, you know, a reasonable amount of time. She starts, like, oh, my goodness, where are my kids? And then she's always watching out for us. And, like, even if we have a little cut, she's like, oh, I'll help you take care of that. And she's always caring. And um. Another thing I really like about my mom is that she can make friends with just about anyone, <laughs> even if they're just looking for the same type of brand she is at Walmart or something. Hi, we're the Cannons, and our mom is Christy Cannon. She's in the purple shirt right by that door at the exit. Well, uh, <laughs> well, our mom is a very patient person. Person. We were really little, and we loved this show. It was called The Upside Down Show. My mom hates this show, and she stays up with us till 10 p.m. so we can watch it. And this show inspired me to have an imaginary pet fly. <laughs> Let's remind you, we were really little. And one day, this is going on for a couple weeks, I could not find my imaginary pet fly anywhere. So my mom helps me find it, although I never really did find it. But... <laughs> We just love you, Mom, and thank you for helping us and staying with me through that trialing time. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. Yeah, our mom is a very merciful and compassionate woman. For those, of you, for those of you who have contrary opinions, she is a very merciful woman. <laughs> So we just want, I just want to thank you, Mom, for being, and um, I hope this makes up for what you might do to me at home for saying that, but I love you and happy Mother's Day. My name's Hope King, and my mom is Renee, and um, if me or my sister have ever been sick or ever needed her, she's always been there for us and always taking care of us and she's just a wonderful mom and I love her. Hi, my name is Joseph and I'm in Ellis with all these awesome people, brothers and sisters. And we have a really awesome mom and we're going to um buy one of the five things that we love, top five things we love about mom is she loves God. She helps us with our chores. She cooks for us. She is very compassionate. And she loves hanging out with us. Happy Mother's Day, Mom.
name's Brady, and my mom's a bitch. <laughs> and, I, and what I like about my mom is that that she dresses pretty, and and I like her because she's her. I I like my mom's cooking. I guess the youngest is going to have to do the talking. Oh! What do you like about your mommy? Mother's Day, Mom. All right, and to, and to finish off our, our wonderful time today together, we are going to dismiss in a few minutes and have some refreshments and fellowship in the hallway. And we also have a nice little gift that we would like each mom, actually each woman over 18 to have, they are little, um, wonderful little baskets that have treats in them, and they were provided and made um, by Kathy Jacobs. And so we appreciate that, Kathy, for your act of love. <clears throat> and so we're going to dismiss uh, right now and for time of fellowship and, and snacks. And also the last gift we are giving to you as NCF to you is we are done, and you'll be the first in line at the restaurants this afternoon. All right. So God bless you and have a good time of fellowship in the home.